Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Speak On It with Who You With, Kurt Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kurt Dog. want to welcome y'all to the show Thursday night. Thursday night, man. I get excited about Thursday night because I always have my gear on here with me, Miss Risky. She's waiting in the cut. Uh, tonight is going to be an interesting show with several cases that are going on around the world. Uh, we want to make y'all informed of them, and we're going to talk about it. Um, so let's welcome Miss Risky to the show. Miss Risky, how you doing today? I'm well, and how are you? Doing great. How was your week? Yeah, fast. <laughs> For some reason, it seems like time be going real quick. It is. It is. I don't know what day I'm in. Even if somebody tells me a date, I have no concept of what time is anymore. <laughs> like, no frame of reference. It, it just makes no sense. Like, this quarantine life. Like it's fun, but I'm over it. <laughs> what um, what you sipping on tonight? Well, I have Modelo in my Guinness glass and some agua, because you know you gotta stay hydrated and keep this looking, you know, you know, somewhat decent. Hey, I feel you. Um, for the last two weeks, um. My, Pardon me. My bartender, she's been making some um, peach parmesan and kiwi strawberry mix. She out tropical. She wants to go to a beach. What's going on, Miss <laughs> uh, Miss Hooks? Uh, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for tuning in. Um, oh, and don't forget about tonight. We also giving away a shirt tonight. Uh, oh yeah! No one answered that last question. No one. No emails. No email. This the shirt oh. giving away. So definitely listening to the show. Toward the end of it, we will be giving away a shirt. Um, you can. So do we have to go easy on them this time? Like I thought the other one was easy. Well, you know, actually. Uh, welcome to the show, Keisha D. Thomas. Thank you for watching. Actually, I've been given hints. <laughs> show Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night. So if you've been watching the show, I think it will be pretty easy. I think we'll have the same question from last week. I don't know yet, so don't don't start sending them in yet. <laughs> but I've been given hints. Or give first part and then a different uh, second answer uh, question. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, it's like, ha ha, we tricked you. <laughs> um, so definitely uh, pay attention to the show. Uh, we will be giving out a shirt tonight. Hopefully we'll be giving out one. But you can also purchase a shirt. Uh, they are $25 each. Uh, send me an email. Uh, at, I'm going to put it up on the uh, stream. Send me an email. Let me know that you need a shirt, uh, what size, and I will let you know how to get the money to me. So uh, you can also live chat with us in the chat room. Uh, we're going to hit on some stuff that's going to be kind of touchy, interesting. So let's get this party started. Um, first topic tonight, and a lot of people made comments on the post. Uh, oh, let me welcome my listener, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Periscope. 
Uh, you can all live chat with us on the show. Um, so I did a post that came out the other night um, about the eighth uh, soldier found in Fort Hood that was murdered. And something fishy is going on in Fort Hood. Something that's fishy. I believe each one of these soldiers have actually filed some type of complaint. And then all of a sudden they end up murdered. And all of these soldiers, the last eight, all been Hispanic. Which, that's a problem. And it kind of make you wonder what it, what exactly is going on. Why is this happening? So, um, what's your thought about it, Miss Risky? I mean, I think there's something hinky going on on that um, at that location. But even when I was in my teen years, I've always heard that that's kind of like the hood uh, uh, army base. Um, like just just really tricky situations. I and mean, like you said, this uh, uh, Francisco, uh, I think he's a specialist, Francisco Gilberto Hernandez Vargas was the eighth soldier found near the uh, lake, uh, Stillhouse Lake, Hollow Lake, which is where another soldier was found um, uh, near the base. Um, it's just something going on, like most police off, uh, most police departments have like the internal affairs. Do like the military have like their own special forces to investigate things? Because something is going on, and they need to get to the bottom of this. Because not only was it just him, like he just took a boat trip, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. It, like, it's um, they will investigate it. Every um, um department do have it but when you're dealing with the the uh government yeah and, uh, it, it gets tricky like it's a lot of red tape and a lot of you know redacted materials <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of information will come out that we would never know about right and I even mean. the information they give us is like there's a lot of editing so we only get a summary but so far like i said eight so started out March 1st that we know of. Like there's probably many more out there that we are not even aware of. But yeah. in just a short amount of time, March 1st, Specialist Shelby Jones, who was 20 years old, was shot and killed at a strip club near the base. Mm. Um, March 5th, Specialist Christopher Sawyer, 29, found unresponsive, unresponsive in his um, post uh his residence at the post. Um, March 14th, Specialist Freddie Dela Cruz Jr., 23, found dead of a gunshot wound off, uh, off base, uh, at an off-base apartment complex. Uh, April 22nd, Specialist Vanessa Gillian, 20, remains uh, were found and allegedly killed by a fellow soldier. And that's the one we just recently found out about. And that's then that guy, like... Like all of a sudden now it's like you found the guy who killed this person. And yeah. he committed suicide. Exactly. And he committed and you know, like, yeah. May eighteenth, um, private first class Brandon Ross uh Rosentrant Rosentrant? 
I'm bad with names, 27 found dead from a gunshot wound near his burning Jeep. So that was weird. Uh, June 19th, Private Gregory um, Morales, 24 skeletal remains were found off base. Foul play is suspected. Uh, July 17th, Private Mejor Morta, 27, body was found unresponsive by a group of fishermen near Steel, uh, uh, Steel, Home, uh, Steel Horn Lake, Steel House. I don't know why I can't read today. <laughs> it might be the, uh, it's the little Modelo. Yeah, it's probably something up in there. Um, and then this week, um, I guess the Major General John B. Richardson supposed to have been taking, leaving Fort Hood and going to Fort Bliss, I believe, and they put a stop to it. Um, not only that, couple of guests last month we talked about the fact that um some of these soldiers got caught up in a sex thing down in um in <laughs> so right it, it's, it's a it, lot of stuff going on on that base yeah and and as for, for the public we actually need to get some answers to, um of what's going on why is it happening um, I think the first part they believe is probably poor leadership. That's why he's not getting that promotion, which he shouldn't. He should go ahead and retire. But I think it's a lot of cover up. Somebody knows what's going on. Somebody knows something and it need to be exposed. It need to come forward and let's uh, bring justice to these families because if it wasn't for Vanessa, we never would have heard about these other soldiers. And I'm glad her father and her family actually took the stand, made it public known of what was going on. And then the person after her and kind of find out they filed the complaint about someone. And that should be an easy case. Hell, if they all filed the complaint about the same person, that may be who y'all need to look at. Right, exactly. But, you know, the military base, because I did basic training for like a minute in my younger days. Um, and it is a boys club. It is a boys club. Um, they don't they like their system the way it is. They they don't like outsiders. And especially like, well, I don't want to, you know, call uh, names to uh, groups, a particular group. But um they're stuck in their ways and and there's if you look at like say infantry there's a certain group of people in there and if you try to evade them or kind of acclimate to them they don't take kindly to to newcomers messing up their organization and so it may be something as uh, simple as they just don't want newbies or something unknown in their organized system or way of life. Well, And there also is, again, there's no HR in the military and you take care of your own, but what happens when the system is failing you? Like, they're not protecting you because it's a brotherhood. Exactly. Welcome to the show, Natalie Hall. Thank you for tuning in. You can live chat with us right now. We're actually talking about the eight soldiers that 
have died at Fort Hood uh, this year alone. Now, I'm not sure if one of the names you you said, I think about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. uh, there was a soldier that actually was doing basic training that was accidentally shot during the training. Was that one of the people Probably, let me see, because there was a private first class, and that's like the very first. Like, oh, okay. As soon as you get in, that's what you are. Um. No, well, this was off base, but now that's a specialist. I don't know. Uh, these were off base. Most of these were off base or on one of them was on base, like living it, but he wasn't a like he wasn't a private. Okay. Uh actually they said But there were a few gunshot wounds. But none of these seemed like they were from a trainee. So, like, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of incidences where foul play isn't uh, comes to play, but they're not reported to the public. Yeah, and so uh, there's going to be a lot more coming out, um, and it's probably going to go as far back as before we were born until like present time. Like, you know, once we get in there and they start investigating, and parents and families start you know, forcing the military to give them records, the the floodgates will open. And then we yes. will be like, oh my gosh, like half of the base is like crazy <laughs> and gone and missing. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Exactly. So um, also um, the next story, which is very disturbing to me, um, the 16-year-old uh, boy that was shot and killed by a pedophile. Um, apparently, this guy was trying to rape him, and the, the young man was running from him down the street naked, asking for help. Um, the guy caught up to the, to the young man and shot and killed him. Um then kind of find out he's a pedophile, and like a long has a long history of raping kids. Yes, and was on the registry, um, and I can't remember when the registry um, came into play, but I think that was the problem. Like with a lot of his uh, cases and uh, his offenses, they nobody knew um, because they didn't have a registry at the time, and he was just raping these kids um and but i think a few of the kids were in the home so i don't know if it was a girlfriend the loved one but it's just a long list of offenses um but going back to kyan king um the young six the 16 year old boy who was murdered at the hand of his attacker um the uh, suspect, uh, Duarte, he was uh, thwarted because the neighbors, they heard him, uh, heard Kyan screaming for help. And some people actually came, you know, went out to find him in the neighborhood. They heard it, but they couldn't find him. And it ended up uh, finding, um, I guess, discovering him and the cops found them. Uh, between some houses by a fence because he could not get over it, I guess. 
Um, but this guy here, uh, Orlando Duarte, who's 46 years old, um, let's see, he was charged with Kyan's case um, with uh, criminal homicide and possession of a firearm that was uh, prohibited. Um, and then, like in 2015, he had been on, he was actually put on the sex offender registry mm-hmm. uh, for deviant sex acts. Uh, in 2012, he um, got four to eight years probation after being convicted of charges of, uh, including involuntary deviant sexual intercourse with a child and indecent assault of a person less than 13 years old. 2008, he was sentenced to six to 23 months of um, confinement and probation after pleading no contest to indecent assault and simple assault of a person under 16. 2005, he sexually assaulted a seven-year-old boy. Um, 2010, this is the one where I think it was probably like Someone he was living with, because they said this ran from when the child was six to nine years old in 2010. He repeatedly assaulted sexually a girl who was left in his care. So it's got to be a girlfriend or someone who left this left uh, this child in this man's care, who had a history of sex crimes against children. Like, how does this happen? Well, ladies and fellas, because there are some females that are sex offenders also. Exactly. Please know who you're leaving your kids with. Just because they have a record, don't don't mean they recover from their situation. Do a background check on these folks. Um, I I pulled up the story. And the title said, if you're reading this, I'm dead. The team left a note at the accused shooter apartment. So I don't know if they had a relationship or what was going on. But but for that 16-year-old to leave a note. Because he and, already knew it was. Exactly. So it's crazy for him to leave a note saying, if you're reading this, I'm dead. So and at this point, like after that, re- uh, realizing that he left that note, I'm thinking that Duarte started to try to change his MO because, you know, he was just he was found out with the other kids. And so he takes this 16 year old boy, rapes him. And, you know, he's like, well, I can't let people discover that I did this because he's a 16 year old boy. He can talk. He you know, he's. 16-year-old boy. He's not a kid that I'm used to violating. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, like, the power is somewhat minimized. And he got away and then he, like, the only alternative was to shoot him. But he was found out because Kyan didn't go down just, like, and and lay down and just uh, die. He just, like, listen, I need somebody to help me. I want everybody to see this man is chasing me. And I've been assaulted. Get him. You know, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, like, at least you know he did it. You know what I mean? So it's like 
at a certain point, it's like, as a victim, it's like, you gotta, it's like, I know situations, like, don't, like, you know your, the situation you're in, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's up to you to try to help get yourself out of the situation and try to bring attention. Like, if there's a way you can get free, get free and scream. Don't keep quiet. You know, that's that's what they're banking on, you to keep quiet. Do whatever you have to do to get out. Find whatever you can to hit the some bitch with it and keep running. Right, and if, you, if you're defenseless, I mean, just leave a mark. Scream, leave your voice, leave something so we can find them and that this won't happen to someone else again. Yeah. And it's like every situation is different. You know, there are times where it's like there's there's no way for you to get out, you know. But in those instances where you have a sliver of hope, go for it. Because what's the worst you can do? You're already taken. You're, you know, like just. And then again, like you were saying, don't leave your kids with everybody. You can't yeah. leave your, your kids with everybody. And we see it all too often in the news. A boyfriend or girlfriend beating a child to death, abusing them, putting them in the oven, throwing them in scolding water for being, you know, a kid. Like, for being a kid, wet in a bed and all that, that's what kids do. They're babies. We have to protect these babies. And there's, there's just too many resources out there. Like, And, yeah, we just got to do better. We yeah. we just gotta do better. We definitely gotta do better. Um that kind of bring up a story I brought up the other night about a guy down in Houston that uh raped and killed his nine month old child. That was disturbing. Like how does this happen? Well, it's a lot of sick people in the world. There are. And just like the counselors have said in the past that been on the show, a lot of people actions today stand from their childhood. Uh, I don't know nothing about that dude. I don't know if he was molested as a child, but either way it's wrong. You right. have to know the difference between a child and a grown up. Apparently, I don't know if him and the mother were still together, but he lay down to make the baby. But then right. you want to like rape, it's rape just a nine month old child. Like it's a a baby, like a defenseless little baby. Child can't even talk. It's as as defenseless as you can get. But I'm like. He had to have history, had to have had history of some abuse with someone because you don't just wake up one morning and just be like, you know what? I'm just going to have sex with a baby, a little toddler. And it's not even a toddler. It's a baby, like nine months. They can't even like, are they mobile at that age? Like, I don't even think they can crawl at that age. Like, <laughs> so, He's a like it, and people like that where the younger they are, the more they're like drawn to them. They should just be taken out to a field and shot because there's no reforming them. There's no rehabilitation for people like that. You can castrate them. You can give them 
I don't know. They used to have this thing where they give us sex offender shots. I don't know what that shot was, but people figured out a way to combat that. And so that didn't work because once it's in your head that you want to violate a child, it's in there. There's no, you know, reform. There's no rehabilitation. It's just in there. They're sick individuals. It's almost like a a, a mad dog. You got to put them down. And I know it's sad to say that because they're human, but they're ruining the lives of little humans. Yes. Like they didn't even get a good off to a good start. Like these are defenseless children that we have to watch out for and care for. And they look up to adults to protect them. And someone's doing things to them that they can't even process. Exactly. Welcome to the show, Lakeisha Bray. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, tell a friend. Uh, you can live chat with us during the chat. And um, uh, right now we talked about the eight soldiers at Fort Hood that have been found dead. Um, uh, Kine King, the 16-year-old that was murdered by a pedophile. And just so happening, we started talking about the guy that killed the nine-month-old baby earlier this week in Houston by raping and killing the baby, his own child. Um, That's what we're talking about now, but uh, if you have something, a comment you want to make about it, uh, you can make it in the chat. But (sighs) a child, I... And we're hearing more and more about these uh, uh, instances where like Child child abuse is just like blowing up. Like it's always been there, but it seems like it's almost in the mainstream. Yes. Like it's ridiculous. Like where are all these pedos coming from? Like they're in high and low places. Like every day I turn on, like I put on my Facebook, not even news, just Facebook feed. Nine month old violated and dead. 16 year old boy shot by his attackers and this and that. There's like three different uh, stories in one hour that we got on Facebook. And I'm just like, leave these kids alone. Let them be kids. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand, like, how you can be sexually attracted to something. So, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's, and then what was that? California passing that law? Yes, or they're uh, they're bringing it to legislation, um, to I guess I don't know I don't know if it's going to get passed, but I guess it's a ten year gap. Like if the offense is within ten years, you get like you don't get on the sex registry, and I'm like if you're 25 and the kid's 15, ah, it's probation, slap on the wrist. To me, I'm like, I think because we talked about this before, like, say, I would have said like three to five years if they're going to put that out there. Because like uh, kids in high school, you have a freshman dating a senior. You know, you could have a three to five year age difference there, but they're still high school kids. But then once that other kid goes, you know, senior goes to college, now it's illegal. And Mm -hmm. I was like, if that's the way they're trying to go with the law. That's fine. But a 10 year gap to allow a 24 year old to have sex 
with a 15 year old that's a little that's that's extreme that's a grown that's That's a grown grown human person they can vote drink they can go gambling no that's the 15 year old still a child and have some growth like no let's narrow that like five-year max (laughs) (laughs) like if you're gonna put a limit because that's the that like they're promoting like they said pedophilia I would not say five year. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm just like, if you're like, why go over five? Like, to me, five is like, let's, okay, let's open it up to discussion because, again, high school, I don't know what the ages are um, because you see a lot of kids getting tricked up because of that situation. But once you're out of that system <laughs> and the kid is still in school, that's where it gets, you know. Yeah. If, a little like tricky, this. but not a grown man who's been working for probably, you know, and with a or a woman, you know, because it well, goes both ways. I would look at it like this: if um, if they're both in high school and just mm-hmm. so happen one of them is eighteen, right? Both in high school, I and then one is fifteen and eighteen. Well, that's, because that's, that's fine with me because they're in high school; they're probably in the same courses. Same peer group, they're still teenagers. Yeah, well, because I have a, I have a cousin. Uh, ooh, two or three years ago, she finished high school at sixteen. So, and she already have her. I don't know what which college she's in now, but she's going into getting her master, I believe. Uh, one of my younger cousin, Aisha Harden, out of Little Rock. So, um. Uh, so if it's a situation like that where a 16-year-old is finishing school early because they're very smart and bright, that's completely different. They're both in high school. But once you get out of high school, you don't need to be dating a, a 26-year-old person. Welcome right. to the show, Antonia Woods. Thank you for watching. Like, share, tell a friend. Um, yeah, because usually by the time, you know, Say the senior, yeah, he's dating like the sophomore. Yeah. He goes to college. Guess what? He's interested in those college girls now. Exactly. And exactly. they break up and it runs his course. You know, to me, that's fine. The three to five year mark, that's fine. But you're in high school, you're in the same peer group and it's mm-hmm. contained. But once you start getting a job, voting and drinking, and you still in the kiddie pool, there's a problem. Like get out the kiddie pool, dudes. Exactly, and, and girls, that's women. The, that's the uh, Senate Bill number one forty-five in California. Um, you can pull it up; it's online. It's. I just don't think you should have that big of a gap. Yeah, that's that's, that's ridiculous. I don't think it's gonna pass because I think it's just being brought to the floor. But the fact that it's being brought to the floor. Like that tells me that there are a lot of pedophiles out there and they're trying to just like lighten their sentences to justify their actions. Exactly. Like, and they thought it was okay. Like they got a, like, it was voted in. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. And they didn't get any weird looks like that. That wasn't. It, it probably, I hate to say it, but you don't know 
who's presenting these bills. It right. might be to protect certain family member. Hell, it might be to protect themselves. Right. So, and that's exactly what it is, because like I said, high and low places. Uh, their 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 deviance reaches all, you know, <laughs> socioeconomic <laughs> groups. Exactly. But um, I was like, man. But also another story we're going to talk about. We keep hearing these stories keep coming up. So people ask, what is protesting doing? It's exposing a lot of different stories. Uh, this next story actually happened back in March. Uh, Daniel Prude, um, he was suffocated by Rochester, New York police officers. Uh, it was actually seven of them. Mm-hmm. which the video just went viral this week. And if it wasn't for that body cam finally being released, we never would have heard about it. And because that video went viral, uh, seven officers were suspended today. I don't know if you've seen the video, but watch the video. Uh, now, it's almost 12 minutes long. Oh, I didn't see that version. Oh, I sent you. It was the last one that I sent you. It's a whole, it's like 12 minutes long. Oh, hell. Well, it's 11 and something because they actually show, because I was like, yeah, because I sent you one and it's the one that they edited and it's like two minutes. Like you see them on the ground and then being loaded on the gurney. But there's a whole thing. And like one of the officers, I think at one point he makes a racial comment. Like they're just kicking and making like these weird random comments on this 11 minute video. Like, like they just forget that the man is face down with a hoodie, like a, a spit. What do they call it? A spit cap. Well, the problem I on see his head. The problem I seen with the video you sent me, I believe mm-hmm. it was the TMZ video. Yeah, that's very short. And, and they was holding that cap on there. He's already handcuffed. Mm-hmm. So they was holding it close. And you can hear this guy having trouble breathing. Mm-hmm. And I'm Oh, have- there's so much more after that. Like that was like just like there's a whole bunch. Like there's three minutes before he gets the hoodie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like there's a whole it's like I said, it's almost 12 minutes. You see them approaching the man's in the street. He's complying the whole time, but clearly something's going on. And I think they were called out initially because the guy was suffering from a manic um, psychotic episode. So, and this was like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. And his family called uh, the guy, like you said, he was naked. He was out and it looked like it was snowing out. So it was cold. It was cold up there. Yeah. It's cold up there. And here he is. He's not even shivering. He's just like, it's a sunny day, you know. And so he complies with him. At the beginning of the video, he complies with them. He's already on his knees when they approach. And they tell him to get down. And he, he's talking back to him, but he gets down. They cuff him. And it wasn't until later that he, I think he, like spat at somebody or he did, he made a noise like he was spitting and he put the thing on. Cause you can hear him in the video. Uh, he was, I don't know if he was coughing, hawking a loogie. I don't know. It, it was a sound. I was like, Oh, he is speed, spitting. Cause I thought it was just something they said he was doing, 
But like the whole video, like if you watch it, there's a whole bunch of things that led up to that point. Um, but again, the hood's on and they're pressing on it. They're on him. Again, he's not, you know, he, he can't go anywhere. He clearly has no weapons. Exactly. But the whole time, the thing that disturbed me is that they're making these comments. Like he's down on the ground. He's in a manic state. No counselors are called. No, he, you know, they have like, I guess they called the ambulance just in case because uh, they were on the sidelines. Um, but the whole time he's screaming and yelling like, hey, give me your gun. Use it on me. Da, da, da. Like, but they're ignoring him. And one of the officers asked him if he had, he's like, you don't have, got AIDS, do you? You got HIV? Like, and he's just like, of course, the guy, uh, he's just, Prude is just, just talking and rambling. And so there's a whole thing and the officer's reaction to it, it was like they downplayed a lot of his behavior. And then when he got to a point where he was having trouble breathing and whatnot. He was telling him, hey, I, you know, I, I can't, you know, breathe. I'm like, I can't, you know, something's wrong. And he starts vomiting and they're still like making jokes. The officers are just standing around like, oh, well, he's, I think he's throwing up. No, oh, well. And then on top of that, if um, for the officers, if somebody telling you they can't breathe, they might be telling you the truth. Right. Like he was on his stomach the whole time. I want to say out of the 12 minute video, probably he was on his stomach for like eight of those. Mm. That's a long time in a freezing cold and people are on you, you know, and you got a hood on your, and you don't know their situation. I think one of the, um, the EMTs that approached asked if he was probably on PCP. Um, at one point, I guess Prude started like after he vomited, his chest wasn't rising. Like they saw he wasn't taking any air. And someone was like, well, he's kind of cold, but it's cold outside. Do you need to take his temperature? And it looked like he pointed to his, you know, bottom. And I'm like, was that a joke? Like what? Like they were just like making light of the whole situation. And that's what disturbed me more that in the eight minutes, he's face down with a hood on his face. They didn't take it more serious. Like, yeah, he's manic. All right. My thing is get him to the hospital, see if there's drug interactions. You don't know what this man's medication is. Maybe he took too much of something. You don't know. And you have him face down in the cold. You didn't even try to cover him up. Didn't try to get him into a vehicle. Didn't try to get him into the ambulance. Like, there were so many things he could have done. The man wasn't fighting. Well, he was just talking. Most officers, when they uh, come in contact with a, um, with a suspect that is naked, uh, once they get him in cuff, they automatically go get a sheet and put around them. But for some reason, they held that bag around his neck and probably, I don't know, I wasn't there, but probably was holding that bag tight enough where he couldn't breathe. And whatever was going on originally had caused him to die. And it came out, so the seven officers were suspended today 
And I want to know why did it take five months for this video to come out? That's that's what they think about us. They don't want to share information, but I think it should be as soon as something like this happened, release the video. And I get why they don't release videos immediately because they got to go through their investigation process first. But at the end of the day, after everybody sees it, all the, you know, the internal affairs or whatever they go through that process. And it needs to be released. Listen, this is what happened. And we're investigating and da, da, da. Those are the steps they should have taken. But instead, it was like crickets, and then all of a sudden, man dead because he had a hood on. It's like, whoa, where was this? This is like five months ago. Like, are we serious right now? Why did it take that long? Like, yeah, that's because somebody was complaining, and that's what it's going to take. We're going to have like, and we're going to find probably more and more of these that are coming out because this has been going on for years, too damn long, centuries. And the only difference is now with the invention of the video cameras and body cams and, you know, uh, smart camera, you know, smartphones, you can capture a lot more occurrences of abuse or excessive um, abuse of uh, power and things like that. And I think we're going to be seeing more and more of these. And I think for like the police department, I think to jump in front of this, to let the public know, listen, this is what happened. We're still reviewing it. It'll come out. Like they need to come out and just, you know, beat it before it turns into a big thing. So it won't seem like they're hiding information. Just say, Hey, there was an incident. It's going to get out, but right now we're reviewing information and every, you know, these are the parties that are reviewing information then we got to get to the families because I know, you know, they don't like to release things until the family's notified and all this stuff. But they need to at least have some communication of what's going on, no matter what the situation is. Yeah, it, it's definitely a crazy situation. Um, I think we're going to have to pay attention to this uh, case and those officers need to be held accountable. That's what we ask for all the time uh, when these incidents happen in order to stop them we need to hold these officers accountable so then we run across this next case I'm like dude Jason Michael Misak um, 48 face 3 second degree murder charge um he shot his wife. That was one. Then he shot two sisters, um, which one of them was 12 years old. Shot one in the head. The 12-year-old was shot in the head. Last heard, she was in critical condition. Um, and then the other one, she was in critical condition. She was shot trying to save her other sister shot in the leg and hip. Now, not only that, see, that's the difference when we did the show talking about black and white, the difference between black and white dealing with the police. 
once the police got there, he shot at least 40 rounds at them. But still, this man was able to walk out of there. He was able to leave there, uh, not hurt at all, after shooting at the police. Now, if that was a black man, he would have been dead. I'm not saying kill folks to do it, but if you can get a peaceful solution, this man done killed his wife. He done shot two innocent victims. And the problem is that should be a, um, a, um, a racial crime because he said he didn't like them no way. Right. They, was, they was loading up a U-Haul truck, moving. And he talking about they wasn't no good neighbor. Two two um, young black queens, he shot both of them. And now they fighting for their life. So that should be a racial, a hate crime, what he should be charged with. And it all started because he was upset. Him and his wife got into an argument about the lack of sex they was having. All that. And now you have changed. You have ended one life and have changed a family life forever. I'm like, I don't understand it. But at the same time, um, people say it's not a, it's no racial issue between black and white you cannot tell me if this was a black man he wouldn't have been shot and killed immediately matter of fact i it's no way in hell you could tell me he wouldn't have been shot and killed because right. while we're talking about that hell it was an 18 year old shot and killed in dc yesterday yeah, he was running away from the police and before y'all said, yes, he had a gun, but he was throwing the gun away. He was tossing the gun before he was shot. And he still was shot and killed. And they said they found the gun 98 feet away from him. And I'm like, here it is. You got a white man that have killed someone. And, and let off 40 rounds at the police. After injuring two other people just because he didn't like them. And here's a black guy running away, tossing the gun, and still gets shot. See, all those trolls that was on Monday and Tuesday night, none of them is here now because they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to don't want to look at it when it's looking you stay, uh, straight in the face about the difference between black and white interaction with the police department. Now, I'm not saying all cops are bad. Right. I'm not going to say that at all. Because but like I, they say, well, you fit the description. <laughs> that's, that's another case. You we, fit the description of someone who would just shoot first and ask questions later. Well, when you say fit the description, that's just like the incident that happened in San Antonio, Texas. A jogger jogging, exercising, police come up telling him that he fit a description of a suspect 
that was wanted for family violence. And they arrested him, charged him with other charges and forcibly put him in the car. Guy spent two days in jail. Then kind of find out when the suspect they was looking for, they didn't look nothing alike. Nothing alike. One was darker than the other one. The jogger was older than the other one. And you just automatically just seen a black man jogging down the street and automatically assume He's a criminal. he was guilty. And that and those officers should be arrested. And and I know for me, I'm tired of uh, our tax dollars going to unnecessary lawsuit. If you have a description, I'm sure you could have pulled up on your computer, probably had it pulled up. You would have seen they look nothing alike. When I seen both of those pictures side by side, and I said, well, goddamn. What were they looking at? Because they don't look anything alike. One light-skinned, one dark-skinned. But they suspect he was the suspect. Though officers need to be fired. They don't even need to be a crossing guard. So that's the difference. That's the reason why we complain and we march, we protest, and we say Black Lives Matter. Because they do. Yeah. But everybody else don't realize that. Because they, they don't see it. They have no point of reference. They don't want to like, see it. Right. They just see us complaining and they're like, ah, oh, but it's not that bad. I mean, it's gotten better. You know, and I'm like, yeah, we've come a long way, but we still got a long way to go. Like, yeah. even my poker husband, he's like, you've never had any problems, have you? You've never been discriminated? Uh, Yeah. Like and he just it just blew his mind and he I don't think he still believes it. Well, they a lot of people don't. And see, we also gotta realize uh several years back, San Antonio Police Department was the ones that met Trump at the airport with mega hats on. So that's automatic telling you their mindset because here it is you are a public server you are here to serve and protect but you are greeting with mega hats on how can you serve your community properly but it also starts from the top and that's the problem we need to change the narrative because no matter where you go what part of the world you go to they all see black people as criminals Exactly. Like I, if I were to go to probably like Japan, they'd be like, "Oh, how many kids do you have? Are you on welfare? How'd you get here?" Da 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 da. da. You know what I mean? Because that's the image they see, and that's why I was saying we need to have our own, like, we need to set our uh, change our own narrative and have more entertainment uh, companies put out there so we can have more positive um, movies that come out or shows that show the life of real black folks like if like i had a conversation with a co-worker and i was like if everybody you think like every black person was on living off the system like just look in the office most of the people here in this office are black so you're seeing like 90 percent 
of black people are uneducated, have babies from different baby daddies and living off the system. Just look around you. Like, just look. Mm. These are educated black folks. So clearly your, your ideas are skewed from what you see on TV. Because if I believed everything I thought about white people, I like watching cops. <laughs> I think every white person lived in a double wide, dated their cousin and wore wife beaters and like Kid Rock. Like, and they don't. Like, come on. There's different, like everybody has, like there's a small sub uh, subgroup and subculture in each race of people. Everybody has a poor, everybody has a rich, everybody has the middle. Not everybody, like, uh, but they see in the, 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 the people who are down there under a microscope, but it's like amplified times 10. It's like not every black, black person's been to jail. Not every black person's named Pookie. Yeah. Like, we got real names. I mean, yeah. although I do have some cousins, but, you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> Educated. That kind of, <laughs> kind of remind me of a story years ago. I guess I was back in my 20s. I went into this uh, local convenience store that was up the street from my house. And I walked in. There was a a, um, a Chinese guy and his son there. And his son looked at me. said, Daddy, a black man. And he said something else. And I looked at the daddy. I said, I'd have flapped the shit out of you. But I, I was like, okay. But the thing is, racism are taught. That's mm-hmm. the reason why we need to give the history of America in school, the full history. Exactly. Not, not sugar-coated, not whitewashed. Talk about from, from the beginning of America, from when the land was stolen, Mm-hmm. All the way until today. Exactly. He taught in school, not like Greg Abbott talked about, oh, we need to fire the teacher that gave out that homework assignment a couple of weeks ago. No, mm-hmm. we, it needs to be taught. And I wish mm-hmm. I knew who that teacher was. I I bought him lunch because. Uh, like, I looked at it and I was like, and where's the lie? Exactly. I was like, where's the lie? But here's the funny thing. The same thing that that teacher did and pointed out in those illustrations is what the world is doing to us or minorities or the gays or, you know, the uh, immigrants. Like, it's the same thing. Like, it's just putting out there how you're seen. And it's just a small group, you know, of bad people in each little section, but it's Amplified times ten because that's what we focus on, exactly, and that's what's in the media. And we need to change all these narratives. Like, not all cops are bad, not all of them are racist, but there are some racist people who happen to be cops. Exactly, on both sides, black, white, Hispanic. There's lots of them. Like, you know, like let's keep it real, but. It's just, it just, it like that teacher. I was like, and <laughs> we're still alive. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and throw the question out there again for the shirt. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna keep it the same. I was trying to think about changing it, uh-huh. but I'm gonna keep it the same. Like if they didn't do their homework, you know what? We're not gonna worry about it. Uh, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I'm gonna do my fake cry and everything. <laughs> okay. No? Um, okay. Uh, the question is, how did we meet? And what have she inspired me to do? So as in we as Kurt Dog and Risky, how did we meet? And if you've been watching the show this week, I've actually said it. So if you've been paying attention, you would know what the answer is. Just put it in the chat and you will get a free shirt. Um so definitely um, send your chat in, let us know, and go from there. Um, so if we don't give it out this week, um, yeah, I just got to buy your shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all to it. So uh, definitely, um, if you know the answer, put it in the chat. And I, we talk about it all the time. Um, matter of fact... <laughs> Risky talked about it earlier, so <laughs> um, so other than that, you know, just put it in the chat. Um, one last story we're going to talk about before we get out of here. Um, man, that's probably going to take us a little bit longer, but we'll briefly hit on it. Breonna Taylor, where um, <laughs> yeah, the prosecutor office decided to give the ex-boyfriend a plea deal if he say she was part of his drug ring and he told a friend in a recording on the on the phone that it's um told him what they was trying to do and he said she never should have been involved with this she didn't have anything to do with it but still. But she was in the bed. Like, regardless, bed, like, she was not a threat to anybody except Sandman. Like, come on. Like, there was no reason. Like, no matter how you spin it. But it's funny how no matter who the victim is, they always want to bring up past history, histories and crimes and things like that. Right, like um, I forgot the story. The um, it was a a a young Caucasian who uh, shot his wife, and they had a picture of him at Christmas around the Christmas tree with the kids, and then the black man dies, and they show his mugshot. Like, really, you can show him with his family and his Christmas tree and all this stuff, That's like. Like, that's how the media, like, portrays us. And that's it's going to keep happening until we get ourselves together. Like, we need to band together. Brown, black, brown, all of the, you know, others, the rainbow family. We need to band together and change this. We need to change. We need a new government. We need to change how media portrays all of us. And because yeah. it's not right. Like, come on. I don't want to walk out my door and then a cop walks by and I already starts running the plates thinking I have warrants. Exactly. Knowing you ain't done nothing wrong. Right. And then wondering why I'm running. Well, you didn't chase me with a gun. Like, yeah, I'm running. Like, I'm letting you know now I'm 
running. <laughs> like, because I will, I am argumentative. I will argue with a housefly. So I would already be in trouble. So if I get shot, listen, I didn't do nothing. But I, I will say, I will run and I will defend myself. You hurt me. I'm taking my chances. Listen, we fighting. Exactly. I don't care if you got a uniform. We fighting. So, um, also, last time to get this uh, answer. How did who's on here? Do I need to cheat for some people? Yeah. They need to follow me on my um <laughs> my page to get some answers. What you told them that last week? I, I try, and you know, listen. I tried to help the uh, brother and sister out. You tell them that last week. Said, mm-hmm. "Hey, follow the page." Yeah, you follow the page. Like, like clearly, like it ain't. You know, do I need to give y'all y'all my other page? <laughs> <laughs> Bonetta B O E N E T T A seventy seven. Matter of fact, I posted something maybe seven pictures in <laughs> that'll give you your. <laughs> so, so definitely, we're giving away a T-shirt tonight. Gonna try it again. <laughs> if you know how, like Ricky, seriously, seven picture will give you a hint as to how we met. That's part of it. Uh, that's that part of it. of it. But the other stuff, most recent, the first, it shows you what I do, like <laughs> and, that and inspires we, him. <laughs> welcome to the show, Keisha Dave. We're trying to give away this T-shirt. If I've talked about it on the show all the time, how Risky and I have met and what she have inspired me to do. If you have the answer, put it in the chat. You will get a free shirt. Uh, we'll send it to you. And um, it, you can always buy the shirt too. Uh, just send an email to me and we will uh, get a shirt out to you. Um, but I'm I'm gonna <laughs> let everybody know now. We've heard in the news Trump told South Carolina or North Carolina, one North Carolinas, you should vote <laughs> twice. Oh God! You should vote twice. He's such a criminal. Don't do it. You're in up. He's trying to like I don't know who he thinks is gonna fall for that. Oh, it it well, it'll, it'll, I mean, be it'll be some people because I'm sure some people have done that anyway before he recommended it. But man. Don't. Jailhouse is already full. Like, don't do it, Miss Sealy. Don't, do don't fall for his mess. Don't, 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 don't do it. Do it. <laughs> don't trade places. <laughs> don't do it at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So now, Miss Risky have gave y'all clues how you can find out what the answer is. Yeah, I gave y'all clues <laughs> to have <laughs> what. Basically, <laughs> gave y'all the answer. So. <laughs> What inspired him? <laughs> and, and how did we meet? And how did we meet? So that's that's easy. Um, so definitely, um, if you know the answer, if you follow the show, or you follow any of us, <laughs> we talk about you it should all see. the time. We talk all the about time. it all the time. Like so, it don't get any easier than that. <laughs> uh, so if if you want a t shirt, um definitely uh 
That's what I'd be doing at work. If you had just. <laughs> you know what? I'm out. If you can't figure it out with those clues. <laughs> my drink is gone. So maybe the, maybe one of them drunk my drink and they don't, they don't like, understand like, the clues. I swear the other day. I was looking at my email and I was like, I wish I knew sign language <laughs> so I could come. And I'm like, it's an email. <laughs> but clearly, words are not working for these people. Yeah. And I had screenshots. And I was like, I wish. <laughs> and I'm sure that's insensitive. I'm sorry, but I'm going to probably learn sign language because I'm learning, trying to uh, perfect my Spanish and German. So that'd be the next on my list. I can cuss somebody out in sign language. Maybe. I, I know the ABCs. I learned that in school. So uh, I'm going to get them because of the air, people out in German, Spanish, and ASL. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make sure that, that the uh, chat is working. It is. Um, yeah, I saw your message pop up. So I'm just like. I was looking on Facebook. I don't see anybody. Anybody watching? Hello? Hello? I think they come in and out, but uh, regardless if you're on Facebook. Um, yeah. If you YouTube. follow any of my things and send me a message on Instagram to any of my forums, I may hook a sister up. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't show, Andre Anderson. Uh, um, like I said, if you been following the show it's very easy um you can how we met and what have she inspired me to do so i'm not giving up can we you know a sidebar can we talk about something that totally shocked me today it has nothing to do with any of these stories we talked about sure niecy nash no did we know she was lesbian did we know she was marrying a woman Isn't she the one that said a blowjob a day keeps the divorce papers away? Then she write a whole book about that, and then she marry a a a, a woman. Yeah, I, think- I mean, more power to her. But I was shocked by that. I'm sorry. Like I was like, what spirit? Hey, I I was like that came out of left field. I was like, 2020 is like I'm like this when it come down to a person relationship. Hey, if they happen. Yeah, and I have, like I said, I have no problem. You know, I have my rainbow family. Because <laughs> I almost bought that book when she said that. I was like, really? But yeah, and I was like, I guess she got tired of it. She was like, listen, every day. Yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> she got tired of sausage. <laughs> I, I I don't know. See, I've always liked Nisi now. Yeah, I still love her. I love her. I love Great her show, person. Claws. I can't and, wait for another season. I hope they have another season. If you some, haven't seen it, watch it. And some people actually said it may be for a movie or something. I don't know. But when when mm-hmm. I heard it, I I I follow her on IG. Yeah. I told And her I was just like, What? I even went to my boss. I was like, boss lady. I didn't say that. <laughs> but I was like, uh, you know DC Nash? Uh, did you know about this? <laughs> And I'll, we just sat there like, I just said congratulations and hey, yeah, like you I'm know, happy. more power to her. She happy, but I was just like, it just came out. Of, I was just like, 
shocked. But, you know, I mean, and this person's the singer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've ne- I don't know who they, you know, I've never seen them. But, hey. Got nice cheekbones, though. Long as they happy, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I, like I told my friend, like I, if there are no you know viable men out there in my age range, I may go a transgendered or a butch woman. I will not. My friend even said, "You ain't." I was like, "I know." I just stay at the house watching ID channel. <laughs> it's okay. Watching ID. Mm-hmm. Um, well, seem like we're not gonna get a winner tonight, so. Um, Nothing like not even just a fake a answer. Like you can give a BS answer, and then we could be like, uh, add to it. <laughs> Maybe what I should Nothing. do is, um, no, I'm not gonna do that. I I think of another way. We'll try. I know. Try. Like I need to get some more coffee mugs with my uh, book and stuff like that. Maybe we could add that to the table. Yeah, people love coffee mugs. Yeah. And they can uh, fake drink while they're drinking coffee. Risky bus. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, R-S-K-E. I'm on Facebook. I, and uh, Twitter, which all my forums are connected to Twitter, so I don't really go to Twitter. <laughs> Instagram is my home. Uh, have two pages. So I'm sure you can find me on the other one. I also have Risky Books, R-S-K-E-E-Books.com. You can look at my works. Still working on some others. This one's going to be totally different. It's just a lot of details I got to work out. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you can follow her at RiskyBooks.com, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, definitely follow her. You can follow me on all social media. Uh, speak on it with who you would, Kurt Dog. Instagram, YouTube, um, also uh, Facebook. I know I'm on my personal Facebook, Who You With Kurt Dog, but you can also go to speak on it with Who You With Kurt Dog. I put information up there all the time. And if we have any book agents that listen to the show, uh, definitely uh, reach out to me. We want to be able to have you come on the show if we have other artists that is out there that would like to promote their, their uh, business. Definitely let us know. Yeah, and give us some tips on how to be seen. (laughs) How we could get snag a literary agent or someone (laughs) to help help us out. Exactly. So we appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. We love each and every one of you. Until next time, love you. Peace.